Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. That was uh, Fanny, Blind Alley, live, 1971. And if you're wondering, why am I playing that? Bree Darling is standing by. Uh, she's one of the original members of the group, and she's standing by to chat with us right now. Good morning, Bree. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for having me. I feel like I have so many things I want to ask you. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. It sounds mysterious. <laughs> well, you know, I I uh, saw you at the She Rocks. Shout out to right. Laura B. Whitmore. That was an incredible event uh, last month. And yeah, it was uh, incredible for us as well. And yeah, and I I met you on the red carpet. And uh, June had come on my show over a year ago. And when um, there was a song that was played at the event, uh, "Lured Away," is that what it's called? Yes. Right. Oh, I loved it. Even my daughter was sitting next to me. Was like, "Who? Who are these women?" I love that. I love to hear that. Yes. That's what we want to kind of be able to um, connect with everybody. You know, all different women. So that's you know, or everybody. So that's very cool. I'm glad to hear that about your daughter. So, for the listeners that are not familiar with Fanny, and now you're known as Fanny Walk the Earth, um, right? Give us a little backstory because you were all very young when you started. Um, not, I not, excuse me, not Julie. that you're archaic. <laughs> we, hey, we are. And that's why we are now calling the band Fanny Walk to the Earth, alluding to the dinosaurs that we are. And we love it. We think that's hysterical. Oh, you're funny. Um, we've been around a long time. I met June originally and Jean when I was 16. Jean was 16 and June was 17. Wow. We are all from Northern California, different cities. I was from a small town outside of Sacramento. They lived in Sacramento. And they were looking for a drummer, and, you know, Gene played bass, June played guitar. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we kind of found each other through kind of local bands and managers, and my audition was uh, driving. I didn't drive at the time. I didn't even have a license, and I don't remember how I got there, but I went to a little town called Sparks, Nevada, outside of Reno, and I watched their set for four hours. I wasn't old enough to be in the club, so I sat in the kitchen and watched them through a porthole. And, and at the end of the night, the owner of the bar allowed me to come out and sit in for a couple of songs. So that was my audition. Wow. And, and you know, it, we, we immediately clicked. And one of the odd things that just was a coincidence is um, we're all the same heritage. Our mothers are Filipina, right. and our fathers are European. So a lot of people mistake us for sisters. We almost are. You look like, <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, but, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so that's how we first started, and that was in 1966. Mm-hmm. And then how long did you stay together? I stayed with the band. Um, at the time, we were called the Spelts, and we uh, played... All the time, we played um, the Sacramento area and down to the Bay Area. And sometimes we would travel north. We ended up in Seattle. But I was in the band for a couple of years, and then I left when I was five and a half months pregnant uh, to have my daughter, and that's when Alice... There was a, 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 a little, an interim drummer, and but yes. then they met Alice, and Alice became the drummer and of of the band. And even though we weren't still working together, right. they moved into an apartment across the street from me, and then when they moved down to the Bay Area, I followed, and when they moved down to Los Angeles, I followed because we were such good friends. That's so great. we all lived together in Fanny Hill, 
and that's when the band eventually became Fanny and started recording. And right before recording, I actually rejoined the band as lead singer. Oh. Um, but the the management and producer at the time, they liked the idea. Richard Perry is the one that suggested the idea that I was lead singer, but then they decided to go as kind of like a fab four, like the Beatles, right. that everybody played and sang. So, so then I was out again, but oh. I still lived with them because we were all friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. I like to think of it as you know we there weren't a lot of women musicians at the time. This was late sixties, um, early seventies, mm-hmm. and we were like a little tribe that moved in packs. I love it. It's amazing. And so, and this was before the Runaways, or right about the same time. No, this was actually. I don't know exactly when the Runaways started, but. No, we had already been together. Yes. Um, and so the Runaways, uh, I think part of what I have found out is, you know, they, uh, uh, you know, allude to the fact that we were inspirational for them to pick up their instruments and play as as young women because we had done it. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Cherie Curry from the Runaways um, is singing on um, one of the songs on our new record. I just read that. Yeah, along with Kathy Valentine from the Go-Go's. Yes. And all three bangles, as well as um, Genya Raven, who was a, one of the earlier signed female all-girl bands to do a single. What oh. Fanny's mark in history is we were the first ones to do a full LP. Unbelievable. What does this feel but like? All- Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, so it was wonderful for us when we started putting it out there that all these women who have been very successful came forward and said, yeah, we'll do that. We want to, you know, you guys were a big influence. So that was very, very cool. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So I remember seeing you at the She Rocks. What did, what did that whole experience feel like? I mean, here you are with the members of Fanny and, you know, all these other artists. What was that moment like? You know, it was, you know, we knew it was coming up, and for some reason, first of all, the funny thing is, is when they handed us this actual physical award, I went, oh, that's right, we get an award. <laughs> I thought it was like a recognition. Or I, didn't, I didn't even really think about it, but that's right. kind of how I conduct my life is you just say yes to everything and you go do it, and then, you know, you, you reap both the, the benefits and sometimes the stuff that's not so comfortable, whatever yes. happens, happens, but... That night was the the most important thing to me is that I was up there with my Fanny sisters because that is the first time we've all stood on the same stage at the same time. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, because there was the the, the first four Fanny albums were June, Mm -hmm. Jean, Alice, and Nikki. And then when Alice and June left the band, I came on as drummer and Patty Quattro came on as guitar player and, and Jean and Nikki. But we had never stood all the same time together. And even though Jean wasn't present because she was not feeling well, um, even though she wasn't present, you know, we were being honored together and she was there in spirit. So it was, you know, just to to be there with, I don't know how it happened, but somehow there was almost like, you know, there was more records done by the the original four Fanny members. Mm -hmm. But the second... That a Fanny members had the biggest hit. 
but but that. they were never talked about in the same sentence or paragraph or story. Right. They were always separated. So it was wonderful for me to be up there with all of them. Well, you all have such incredible energy. You know, I look at all the things you've done and all the artists you've performed with. I mean, how do you juggle all of this? I mean, you've been in film, TV, and uh, and then you, I want to talk about Brie Darling Cakes and the Cake Wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the thing is, is all of those things that I've done, and I'm, I'm very fortunate. Oh, I was going to say one of the positive things that came out of being kicked out of Fanny right before they recorded the first album was that when we had rehearsed together and we were all on that team together, I got a taste of what it was like to be in Los Angeles as a teenager having a record deal, you know, putting it together. So when I left the band, that hunger for that again continued, and that propelled me to continue on as a musician because some of the women in Fanny didn't didn't play after that or didn't continue in a musical career. Okay. But I was so hungry for it that it drove me for the next 45, 50 years. That's great. And all those things that you spoke of, they sound like a lot, but that's because it's a long history. Mm-hmm. And there were, uh, there were moments when somebody offered me a tour and somebody else offered me uh, a show and they, or they kind of overlapped, but it just turned out that that there happened to be uh, a day off where I could go do it. So I, I think I was on the road with Jimmy Buffett and Carol King was doing a show, and I flew to that city, did the show, and flew back. And it, <laughs> it, it, it Surreal. you know, like I said, I say yes to everything and, and, and hope it works out. And I have to say for most, most, of the, most of the time, things just worked out, and that's what we're doing now. We're taking everything day by day and, seeing what happens next because fantastic hey you know you, you, you never know what's going to happen next so that's you just true. kind of you you be prepared and and take it as it comes you know that's a great attitude to say yes to everything that comes along because sometimes we're so hesitant we don't feel like it we're you know all these different excuses but to have the attitude of i'm just going to agree to things and just see what happens is great yeah it's a, it's also scary oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, Bree, my name of my show is Get the Funk Out. and I love that. Thank you. I look at you, and I, I see, you know, this everlasting, vibrant young woman. I, I just, you just show this incredible creativity from the style of your hair to the, your voice, your drumming. Was there ever a time when you just felt like, you know, really down? I mean, how do you stay positive in this industry? You know, I, I, first of all, I've been very fortunate um, that the people that I've worked with were, you know, I've never been treated so badly that I had any resentment. Mm-hmm. And, hey, listen, a couple of things have happened that were, were not fun. Um, I, 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 I wrote a song with a, a couple of other writers, uh, Glenn Ballard and Davey Farragher, and one of the songs... Uh, Michael Jackson recorded for the record Thriller. Wow. And they, uh, it's a song called Nightline. It's still on YouTube somewhere. But, but what happened is, uh, I don't know why, but um, I think it had something to do with publishing, but I'm not sure, but, uh, because I was writing for MCA Music. And the song got, they re-recorded all of Thriller. Thriller was not the same record. They re-recorded based around our song, 
but at the last minute pulled it off. Oh. And when the publishing company called me, you know, they said, are you sitting down? You know, oh. it's not going to be on the record. And and now, at that moment, that was, you know, that was no fun because no. I was planning on buying a new car. Yeah. <laughs> but as the record sold more millions than you can add up, mm-hmm. I realized, whoa, I lost a lot of money. And I have to say, for some crazy reason, it's not depressing. I think you just you just take it as it comes. Yes. You, you can't control everything that happens. Yeah, it would have been great. But, you know, I have to say, if that would have happened, my life wouldn't be as it is right now, and I'm pretty happy with with what's going on, you know, getting back together with June and Jean and yes. being able to work with Patty and Alice is, is wonderful. So I, I'm not complaining. I think it's great. I, I often have this outlook of that it wasn't meant to be and just move on, right. you know? You know what? I totally am exactly at that place. Right. If something happens that you don't like, what's to be learned from it? And it, it, and And that's how it was meant to be, so just, dig in and, and figure out what the lesson is or or enjoy whatever great thing it brought. But I think things happen for a reason, and and, right. and you have to deal with it. I mean, you know, you can be grumpy, you can be unhappy, or you can move on. Yes, and I also try to learn from those really tough times, those dark moments of, okay, what's the lesson here? That's exactly, that's exactly right, and those moments come up all the time and they always will and you know you just figure out okay what what's the lesson Mm -hmm. yeah i agree so let's switch to a really interesting topic brie darling cakes how did you decide okay i'm going to make leopard print cakes (laughs) (laughs) well well first of all i i only got interested in making cakes when i cake shows started coming up on tv and it just looked interesting and i love uh Besides music, I, I love art. Mm-hmm. I love building things. I love construction. I love landscaping. Anything you can do with your, with your, well, I guess with your with your hands or your mind, I, I love building. So I like the idea of, of making cakes. I'm not a cook. I'm not a baker. But mm-hmm. I learned how to do that so that I would have the canvas to make these cakes. And I was just, one day I thought to myself, why decorate just on the outside? Decorate on the inside. Oh, so I yeah. thought, wouldn't it be cool to cut into a leopard print cake? Oh, yeah. And then it took me a year to figure out how to make it happen. It looks so tricky. I don't know how you did it. It, it, it took, I'm telling you, it took a long time just to figure out. Because everyone is different because you can't predict what cake batter is going to do on a particular day. Right. So you have to be able to get it into the pan and you have to see kind of in the future. It, it's like I landscaped my, my own yard a couple of uh, years ago, and what I found is I had to, as I put the things in the ground, I had to see both in front of my eyes, I had to see up, and I had to see in the future because what were these things going to do? How, how tall were they going to grow? What was that going to create? So doing that leopard print thing is kind of the same thing. You have to think and see on a lot of different planes, a lot of different levels. And, hey, hey listen, That's if it was easy to do, everybody would do it. That's and I've, I've put that whole thing on hold right now simply because I want to pay attention to the music. And, of course, a company called me and, and wanted me to make a pilot for, uh, for a TV channel. And so we made the pilot, mm-hmm. and I can't really talk about it yet, but we made the pilot 
right when I'm getting ready to release a record. But you know what? I <laughs> say yes to everything because who knows what's going to happen. Sure. I do want to mention you were the winner of Cake Wars 2016. Yes, we did win. Wow. <laughs> Me and my granddaughter. <laughs> that is so cool. How did that all come about? I am trying to remember now. I, I, oh, you know what? I know what it was. I, I, I used to watch, you know, like Cupcake Wars was on TV, and I was thinking, well, if they ever have a cake one, that would be great, and I'll submit. And mm-hmm. it came up. You know, there was, I, I don't know if I saw it online or something. Somebody said, you know, they're starting a new show. It's, it's, instead of cupcakes, it's cakes. So I submitted something, however you're supposed to do it, and they called immediately, and they really liked us. And, you know, we made a little video demo and sent it in and went on the show. I love it. Let me ask you this. What advice would you give people who are, you know, creative musically or pursuing other things in the arts, and they're going through kind of a rough patch? You know, I like to think what what helps is to love what you're doing. I Now, it's different for different people because there are technicians and then there's more like that come from the artistic side of it. But I say love what you're doing. Don't create it because you think it's going to sell. Create it because you love what it is. And both things work, but that's what I have found keeps me happy and keeps me creative is when I'm doing what I love, which is creating something, a song, a piece of art, a cake, whatever, I'm doing what I love, and I'm making it usually for someone else, but it's my, I love what I'm doing. Yes. Um, and, I, and, and, and hopefully that, you know, I, that keeps me happy. Um, different strokes for different folks, you know, it's, it's, it's all different. But I, uh, I find myself not worrying about the past and not worrying about the future when I'm right in the middle of creating a piece of art because you can't be doing something, create. you can't be creating something and worrying about, at that moment, you can't be worrying about, you know, what have I done or how will somebody like this? Sure. No. you you got to be focused on what you're, what's right in front of you. Yeah. And depending on what it is you want to do, you know, if, if you're uh, learning to play guitar or playing guitar, be the best you can be do the homework do the work get the experience and be ready because you know you don't want to get caught with your pants down when the opportunity comes i agree when you say yes you want to be ready to take it on with all the fears and anxiety and you know that that come along with it if you're ready then you just do it and, and and that's that's i think what i've learned is you know after a lifetime i have lots of experience and now I just have to be ready to accept what flows by in front of me. You know, everything was, is available. You just need to grasp it and, and, and go for it, yeah. full on. Great advice. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Bree Darling, uh, one of the original members of the band Fanny. And, uh, and you're now in Fanny Walk the Earth. I have all the info on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I love how you do so many different things. It it just what it what makes you you. You know, you have so many different layers, and it seems like it it keeps you very happy and and sane. It does, and it, and and it also drives me crazy. Like I, <laughs> I was, uh, I, I I got 
the opportunity to do our album artwork, mm-hmm. and that was hard. You you did that? You did that artwork? Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. Thank you. Um, what, what you know, our, our history is, you know, we were around in the San Francisco, you know, Lovin' Days, the Fillmore Days. So mm-hmm. the, the Fillmore poster art is the lettering that I used to do our posters when we were 16. And it's <laughs> wow. so funny because I still have a couple of copies and it looks really similar. Cause, and then the other designs on that cover are Filipino tattoo, tribal tattoos. Wow. So it's both our heritage and our history on that cover. And it it wasn't what I originally planned. I just started drawing and started creating, and that's what ended up coming out. But I was, you know, thank you. And I'm so happy to have done it. But, you know, my point was sometimes it's hard. That was really... Um, not not hard, but it was tedious. It took mm-hmm. a lot of work to get that. I was so into it, but I was into it because it was for us. Sure. Um, but um, yeah, that that kind of stuff just makes me happy. I do it because I love it. Well, I I looked at it and I thought this looks like I'm looking at something from the '60s or the '70s. It was so spot on. Yeah, it's it's our it's our it's our history. You know, the mm-hmm. we played at the Fillmore. Uh, in an afternoon with the doors. Oh my god! Wow. And uh, and Fanny is listed on one of the Fillmore posters. So, yeah, that's part of our history. And I guess a lot of people don't know that, but I guess I guess whoever's interested will find that out. But that was a nod to our, you know, kind of what where we come from. Although yeah. we've learned a lot in the fifty years since we first met. So. Um, you know, when we got back together again, we were we were fifty years better and yes. fifty years more knowledgeable and fifty years more experienced. So, when we played together again for the first time, and I think we had not played together for about thirty five years, we looked up after the first song at each other and went, "Okay, this is working. Wow. <laughs> it was awesome." <laughs> well, I yesterday I just was on the computer just looking at YouTube clips of the band, and I'm just. I was in awe. I was playing with my daughter from 1972 and then the current stuff, and we were loving it. Oh, that's great. I love to hear that. Where can people find out more about you? Well, you can go to our Fanny Walk the Earth Facebook page um, and also to our record company, company Blue Alon. If you go to blueelon.com, okay. you can go to actually blueelon.com slash store slash Fanny Walked to the Earth, and that's where you can find um, everything that we have that's available. And and also, too, we have a, a, a website, FannyWalkedTheEarth.com. On the website, you can uh, see some special little um, videos and clips and news and things that are happening, things that are coming up and what's going on. Okay. Perfect. So... I found on YouTube, When We Need Her, is this the, you know, is there, are there any potty mouth words I need to be aware of? No, there's not, there's not a one. Okay, because I was going to play Lured Away, but I can't play that one, Um, but I love that song, so I would recommend to the listeners to look that one up, Lured Away is the one I heard at She Rocks, but I'll wrap with When We Need Her, and I want to thank you so much for calling in, this has been great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Janine, it's been wonderful talking with you. You too. Are you in L.A.? 
I am in L.A. All right, because I'm in Orange County, so maybe I'll send you an email or something. We could get together because I'd love to uh, meet up with you in person. You were so busy that night. I couldn't get a moment, so. Yes, I would love to meet up with you. Just let me know. I'm I in will. L.A., and uh, and I say yes to everything. All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Bree. Okay. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Bree Darling calling in. Again, she's with the band Fanny Walk the Earth. We're going to wrap this segment with When We Need Her. Before I do that, I'm going to just mention uh, coming up this Sunday at 4.30 is the Blaze It Forward event, a tribute to Blaze Bernstein and Communal Call for Kindness. This event is free. It's Sunday, February 25th, 4.30 to 6 at the Seekerstrom Center of the Arts, 600 Town Center Drive, Costa Mesa. Reserve seats are available. Again, it's free. If you go to blazebernstein.org, you can see all the info. And all you have to do is bring three items of canned food per person, uh, which will be collected on site for the Second Harvest Food Bank. Again, blazebernstein.org this Sunday, the 25th.